What's up, everybody, and welcome to Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. I'm Jonathan Hood. TWT is brought to you by Manscaped, manscaped.com. You know the holidays are right around the corner. I know. It's September 20th, and you're like, Jay Hood, why are you talking about the holidays? Well, you got to get prepared, right? Go to manscaped.com. Use my promo code HOOD, H-O-O-D, which is my legit last name, my shoot last name, and get 20% off. You know guys, you need help down there. Or you know some guys that really could help need some help as far as um you know, navigating what's going on down there, as Scott Hall used to say, down there. Yeah, you know, as far as below the waist grooming, it is the best. I have it and you should have it too. Manscaped.com and use the promo code Hood. Just check out the website. You're like, hmm, I think this would be good for my guy. This could be good for one of my relatives, or it could be good for me. Check it out. Manscaped.com. Promo code Hood. All right, I'd like to remind you that on the twenty first and twenty second we have not one, but two good karma wrestling shows of course you know the original show it airs every thursday good karma wrestling with brian rowitz gabe nightland yours truly we're on at six o'clock p.m central time every thursday you can check out the podcast if you already listen to this podcast feed you'd know where to find good karma wrestling nonetheless let's talk a little bit about the special we have on the 21st of september good karma wrestling will have a show 10 p.m eastern 9 central time after AEW dynamite emanating from the author ash stadium in new york city we're doing it specifically for the new york market but we want you to listen to the show as well so after dynamite after the show is over, check out Good Karma Wrestling, a special show on Wednesday, the 21st of September. Okay, so you know what I keep reading today is news about Monday Night Raw against two NFL games. Oh, it's all of this football, what is Raw going to do? You know what Raw's going to do? Raw's going to kick ass. Now... I will tell you in full disclosure, yes, I was watching the NFL games and I was doing other things. I did not watch Raw live, but I watched this afternoon and I will tell you that Monday Night Raw from San Jose was a banger. It starts off with the United States Championship with Bobby Lashley taking on uh, Seth Rollins, a distraction finish as Bobby Lashley you know, retains the United States Championship, but it really extends the battle between Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins. The Judgment Day against Matt, uh, against, uh, Matt Riddle and Rey Mysterio, uh, the Judgment Day wins, but the whole thing about that is, is that Dominic Mysterio got booed so loudly. I don't know if that was 
uh, crowd noise that was mixed into the crowd that was booing in San Jose. It's the Bay Area, so I would imagine a somewhat of a Latino audience there in the Bay Area because people love the Mysterios, Dominic and Ray, but I, I've never heard Dominic booed like that. He could hardly speak on the mic, and so I thought that that was a great moment because people were really mad because uh, Dominic turned on his father, and still you've got... This whole thing with the Judgment Day, we're getting stronger as a faction. Pretty good matchup. What else happened on Raw? We saw uh, Kevin Owens against Austin Theory. Kevin Owens wins that. Again, it was a distraction finish there. But Austin Theory loses against Kevin Owens. That does n- nothing for Austin Theory. Yeah, he lost, but it doesn't. he didn't take a step back because he's still Mr. Money in the Bank. But that was a really physical matchup as well. The Brawling Brutes against the Street Profits. I was thinking, ah, it's going to be an okay match. No, that was pretty good too. <laughs> Just, I wasn't a big fan of the finish. I don't like the... The, the finish of that matchup, I think the Braun Bruce could find something a little bit more innovative as far as trying to finish off an opponent. But the point is, is that that was a really good match too. Street Profits, Brawling Brutes. I'd like to see that match again, as a matter of fact. You saw Dexter Loomis cut through the ring with a knife to try to go after The Miz. So that ongoing uh, storyline continues with Dexter Loomis trying to stalk The Miz. You know, it, it just just for kind of a throwaway segment, it's entertaining. I, I got no big problem with it. Dexter Loomis is back to be a stalker. It's cool. Uh, so then we saw Bailey defeating Alexa Bliss via pinfall after a rose plant, and so Bailey and her group is getting stronger as well. So I thought that for a show that easily in the McMahon era would have been thrown away, they wouldn't have put on good matches. Um, this was all solid. And you're taking on two NFL games, and I and even though we don't talk a lot about ratings on this show on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, I did take a peek at what Brian Alvarez put out there. I think it was like a 1.6, and so <laughs> the way it was written is the lowest ratings for Monday Night Raw since July 4th, dude. 1.5 million people, or a little bit over 1.5 million people, watch the WWE against two NFL games. The NFL is the king of sports. And there were two games, not um, like back-to-back. No, they were staggered. It was two games on at the same time on Monday night. And Raw still got a 1.5. I'd be high-fiving in the offices of Stanford, Connecticut, if I got a 1.5. That many people watch Raw with two NFL games on? And on top of that, they didn't throw it away. They didn't just say, okay, we'll just put some crap out there for three hours. No, they had some really meaningful matches. As a matter of fact, one of them, at this point in time, as I record this, could be my match of the week. Pretty, pretty strong effort by Monday Night Raw and Triple H and his crew. Not sure why this has got to be a story, but I think some of us already know, but I saw this earlier today, that as seen, uh, Matt Riddle and Austin Theory both got their full names back upon Triple H's regime taking over. So it's not just Riddle, it's Matt Riddle, his name, and it's not Theory, it's Austin Theory. Also, uh, Tommaso Ciampa has his first name back. It was Ciampa for a while, now it's Tommaso Ciampa. And then Shotzi is going to get her name back, Shotzi Blackheart, followed by Angel and... 
Umberto. Uh, it was Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo. They are going to get their names back at some point as well. Uh, Lashley on the WWE site is still known as Lashley, but we all know who Bobby Lashley is. You see, McMahon in his time wanted to try to shorten the names because it was about brevity, shortening the names. Uh, quite frankly, uh, you and I both know the full names. And I don't know why this is a big deal on wrestling Twitter. Give them their names back. Why are their names changing? I am actually old enough to remember when the Iron Sheik had his name changed. And I was thinking, uh, we know it's who the Iron Sheik is. You, you can change the name, but you know who he is. Um, there's a lot of names that have been changed over the years, but you and I as wrestling fans know the original names. It's not a big deal, but for some people on wrestling Twitter, are they getting their first names back? Are they getting their last names back? Okay. WWE has been very tight-lipped about white rabbit teases that have caused incredible speculation within WWE. And what that is, is we saw this in a house show in California where there was a song that was being played, the lights were uh, flickering or went out, and then the lights came back on. There's a lot of speculation that Bray Wyatt is returning to the WWE. So as, as far as what I've been reading from the Wrestling Observer and from Fightful Select and other places, there is a possibility that Bray Wyatt will be able to come back to the WWE. Now, again, I'm all for Bray Wyatt. As you well know, uh, Bray Wyatt, the son of Mike Rotunda, and uh, as part of that Blackjack Mulligan, Mike Rotunda, that whole family uh, in that era, I got no problem with Bray Wyatt. That guy's very entertaining. Uh, my problem with him it was the way he was booked. He'd be in pay-per-view matches and would lose, and I would say, okay, the guy... Um, doesn't need the WWE championship, but he won it twice. It was just kind of weird the way he was booked. As a standalone, he is quite the attraction. He's supposed to be evil. He, he's supposed to resonate with the audience in some way, shape, or form because of his personality. If they book him right, he could be quite the star again in the WWE. But championship aspirations, that's not necessary. If you listen to Good Karma Wrestling, very often you hear me saying, what channel is Impact on? It's because Impact Wrestling is still up and running. It's amazing how Impact Wrestling has been able to survive all these years, but I think things are going in the wrong direction again. So after firing a couple of agents, the one thing that I continue to hear about Impact Wrestling is Impact Wrestling is like a solid double-A minor league team. And that's really unfortunate that it's run that way. Um, but it is the case. Impact Wrestling's got a couple of contracts that are coming up, including some of the champions. As mentioned earlier this year, Mia Yim uh, signed with the company into October, but she's not the only one. Maria Canellas confirmed that she is currently signed with Impact Wrestling through Bound for Glory. She also noted that she had contact over the past year with the WWE, AEW, and WOW, Women of Wrestling. Uh, but uh, she was on Grapsody, a, a, a podcast just recently, and was talking about Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, Mike Bennett being the husband uh, of, Mia, of uh, Maria Canellis. And so there's a lot of question marks about who is going to be around uh, after October for Impact Wrestling. On top of that, you're not sure what's happening with Motor City Machine Guns uh, because Saban, Chris Saban, his contract is up at the end of the season. 
at the end of the year for Impact Wrestling. Also, the last tag team champions, the Good Brothers, they dropped their titles when their deals were up as well. I don't know what the future holds for Impact Wrestling. All I know is that, indeed, it is run like a minor league outfit. And even though they do have TV on Thursdays, nobody can see it. The numbers have been abysmal. They're not trying to grow their company. I just saw them recently in Chicago, and I thought, you know, there was some good action there. Saw them at the Cicero Stadium, and so... Uh, I thought there was some good action, but again, not enough people really understand the, the, what the future is of this company. And it's too bad because there are times they have some really good matches, but very, very few people are watching. MJF spent time with Ariel Holwani on the MMA Hour podcast. Here's some of the thoughts from MJF. Is there a part of you that has, you seem like a loyal guy, Right. And so I feel sure. like, yeah. So I feel like, you know, there's a party. It's like, you know what? These guys took a chance on me sure. when no one else was. Sure. I should stick around. Sure. No. I like money. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you 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 feel like at this point, like, could you say? Do I feel like I am easily? Yeah, I'm like the most important person in the company, and I don't think I don't think that's an outlandish thing to say. I honestly I'm don't. I'm already a top name. I'm 26, so not only am I a star present day, I could potentially be a star for you for decades. Right. They can't afford to lose you, is my opinion. After losing Cody, I think, and you know, obviously everything that happened recently would be what I will say a distant is this. memory. What but I will say is this: if I stay, you will know that I had. I think the word I would use is, is grotesque. I was paid a grotesque amount of money because what's going to happen is there's going to there's going to be an ugly battle. And again, it could be any company. I will literally go to any company except New Japan. I'll go to any company if they're willing to pay up the most dough. Fact. Do you have a number in mind? You don't oh. have to share the number. But oh, yeah. You have a number. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, by the way, I'm already right now, present day, making an absurd amount of money to the point where I, I could... Re- Higher, probably mid early 30s okay but i want to make mo- and not that i have any interest in doing that but i want to make enough money where it's like not just generational wealth like what what's bigger than generational i want to make enough money so that my great 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 grandkids when it's time to leave earth because of all the pollution that's gone on and there's a rocket ship that can only take a certain amount of the hyper elite to mars where they have created a uh, civilization because they've terraformed mars good job tesla like i want them to be able to be like oh we're first class on this rocket Mm -hmm. that's what i want I put on 20 pounds in the three months I was gone. Yeah, you look. I saw the picture. I look freaking jacked. Yeah. I look nuts. Basically clean? Clean? What does that mean, clean? Oh, that's a that's a Chael sounding line. Oh, I don't get it. Oh, you're asking me if I take steroids? I was saying, yeah, Chael likes you to say he's... You think a nice young Jewish boy from Plainview, Long Island, New York? Let's, let's get real here. He likes to say he's basically clean. He's bas- oh, so he's saying he's, he takes a small amount of steroids. Well, yeah. Understood. Well, I'm trying to remember Chael son. His face is in my head. You don't know Chael Sonnen? I... I Now, no one should be worried about AEW. We're one and two in cable every single Wednesday night. Um, I know for a fact Warner Brothers Discovery is over the moon (laughs) that MJF is back. You've heard from the execs? I've heard a thing or two. (laughs) And so if, if you're an AEW fan, don't be worried about AEW. Some of the clips from MJF on with Ariel Holwani. They spoke an hour uh, about... His future 
in professional wrestling. I'll just tell you this, that MJF, whether he is staying with AEW and is going to be the future AEW champion, or if he goes to WWE, the world is his oyster because he can walk it and he can talk it. And by the way, he can wrestle. Some do not remember Rowdy Roddy Piper. Some remember him toward the end of WCW, uh, a guy that was trying to wrestle with one hip and was all over the place with his promo. But in the prime of his career, Rowdy Roddy Piper in the mid 80s, the rock and wrestling connection that he had. And also even before that in mid-Atlantic as an announcer and wrestler, his famous matchup against Greg the Hammer Valentine that... um, great match they had, the dog collar match at Starcade. that guy could be able to do both. He can walk it and he can talk it. MJF is the closest thing to Roddy Piper that I can remember. As a matter of fact, you could ask MJF if he would ever answer a question honestly. His biggest influence is Rowdy Roddy Piper because Piper rarely lost matches. Uh, Piper was able to actually wrestle and put butts in seats based on what he would say. And the same thing with MJF. I'm rolling my eyes as I was rolling some of that audio in for you to hear in case you missed it. You know, he comes off the brash and cocky. He's making all this money. And of course, to the average fan, it's like, oh, God, he's making all this money. You know, is he going to be around AEW? Is he going to go to the WWE? I mean, all those things, all that speculation. But ultimately, he's doing a great job of putting the spotlight on him. The world is at his very feet. He's got the wrestling world by the tail at this point in time, MJF. All right, let me tell you again on the 21st, if you're listening to this, check it out. That'll be the next thing you hear on this podcast feed, the 21st of September. Good Karma Wrestling would do a special show on Wednesday after AEW Dynamite from Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York City. Now, keep in mind, it's in Queens, New York, actually. Uh, I want to make sure that you guys know that after that show is over, check us out. Nine o'clock. You know that we are on Twitch as well. Twitch.tv forward slash Good Karma Wrestling. Please subscribe to us on Good Karma Wrestling. We're on YouTube. Look for Good Karma Wrestling there. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. We have this podcast. Tell people about this podcast. We continue to grow because of you. If you're listening right now, you're the reason why we're growing. But I would love for you to tell people that, hey, we got Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. We're good. At, uh, good karma wrestling so we got plenty of wrestling content for you if there's anything that ever breaks i'll make sure i tell you guys because before before good karma wrestling you were there for me for tuesday wrestling tuesday on espn 1000 chicago and of course on this podcast so thank you thank you thank you for helping this podcast grow we are getting there we are doing well but we want to do even better Good Karma Wrestling is doing well, but also Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Um, We love to be able to provide you content here as well. Don't forget about us now, Wednesday after Dynamite, and of course Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Time, right here. Happy wrestling, everybody. We'll talk soon.